Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Angle Podcast. I'm here with a special guest, someone I've been meaning to talk to for quite some time since I first saw him at the Warriors of Wrestling earlier on in this year. Uh, he's someone that you cannot count out. Don't count Vinny out. Ladies ah. and gentlemen, Vinny Pacifico. How are you, sir? How you doing? Thank you very much for having me, man. I very appreciate you having me on your show. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad uh, to have you on here. I know we've been going back and forth to get you on here. Uh, we're finally doing it, so I'm really, really stoked about that. There are so same many here, things. Here, yes. There's so many things that I can ask you uh, because I've been following your career ever since I first uh, saw you at the Warriors of Wrestling earlier on this year, and I was intrigued by a couple of things. And I'll start off with first off your move set. Uh, you're quick. You know, uh, it's something that mm -hmm. thank you. You you, you have. You, People are watching. Um, second is your persona, your personality. I mean, you've got so much charisma. There's so much I see in you um, as a wrestling fan. I really appreciate that, man. Do that because that means a lot to me. That, that, that really does mean a lot to me. I appreciate you. And the last thing, too, is the way you connect with the fans, especially when I started at the Warriors of Wrestling. After, I watched other stuff from you online. Um, but the, at the way you were – Welcome by the Warriors of Wrestling fans. I mean, fan favorite. So uh, you're doing everything you need to do right, I believe. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to have you on the show. Thank you very much, man. Feeling, feelings mutual. Um, things have been going uh, pretty good lately. Uh, so yeah, I'm just very excited. I, I love these media appearances, podcasts, some good bookings coming up. So I'm very excited and very um, ready for whatever wrestling throws at me. Awesome. Uh, first question that I have for you, um, for fans who are listening, awesome. may not know who you are uh, or who already do know who you are. How did you break out into wrestling? Because Sal started to tell, tell me a little bit about your backstory, and I was just so intrigued by it. Um, so if you can, just give a little bit about your backstory and how you really uh, fell in love with professional wrestling. So I, huh, I fell in love with wrestling when my cousins were playing SmackDown versus Raw 07. I was like eight or whatever I was. I don't even know what I was. But I was uh, a huge fan. I was loving it. I was just like, I loved Rey Mysterio. I loved John Cena. Um, but then eventually I saw Daniel Bryan live. And every, like, when I was like 12 or 11. And once I saw Daniel Bryan live for the first time, he became my all-time favorite wrestler of all time. Like he is somebody I look up to. And he's somebody that I, inside and out of the ring, look up, look up to. And he's somebody that I try to emulate some of my in-ring stuff with. You know, he's very, very one of the best in the world. So, yeah, I became a huge Daniel Bryan fan. I went to a meet and greet, and I was like 13-ish. And uh, he, he, uh, he, I said to him, "Hey, I want to be a wrestler. I want to wrestle." And he was very like, "Hey, go for it, man. You're you're young. You have you have this. You got that. You go for it." And I was like. After that, I was dead set on it. I was actually, I, was, I think I was like 14. So I might have, might have been a freshman in high school. I was playing quarterback for my football team. I quit football. I wanted to quit so bad to, to wrestle. Then I did at 15. I quit. Started, started wrestling at ECPW for about six, seven months with Aaron Bradley, Sonny Kiss, uh, Mike Orlando, Ali Rex, great people. The Graysons. I had these great people around me. But then... After a while, I, I realized, oh, there's a school in Staten Island called Warriors Wrestling. Yeah. 
Awesome, man. Yeah. I went there. I went there, started training there with Logan Black and Joe Bellini. And I uh, started training there for about two years. Uh, and then eventually I went from that school to Ring of Honor. And that's when my, uh, I mean, I, I was doing pretty good as I was there with bookings and stuff like that. But then once I went to Ring of Honor, things got serious. Things got more and more, you know, a lot more bookings, a lot more uh, traveling, a lot more um, grind, if you want to call it that. And I loved it. And I loved every minute of it. So that's how it started. I went from ECPW to Warriors of Wrestling to the, to the Ring of Honor Dojo. And I just got better and better each, each, each year, each, every few months, every training session, I learned and got better. Especially learning under uh, Will Ferrara, Cheeseburger, Delirious, and then Jonathan Gresham. I had these great minds of professional wrestling influence me to become one of the, the best I could be, you know? Of course. No, and uh, that's, that's pretty funny that you, uh, you mentioned Daniel Bryan because when I first, uh, I think my first Warriors of Wrestling show that I was at was actually in February earlier this year. And uh, you performed on a show, and I, I brought my dad with me. And I said, after watching your match, I was like, man, this guy reminds me of something. Like, it's just, I got like a vibe from your performance in the ring. And I thought about it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this, this is very similar to Daniel Bryan. I was so intrigued. While I was watching, and while I'm watching you in the ring, I'm like on the edge of my seat. I'm holding on to the barricade. I'm watching the match, and I'm like, "This is reminding me of something," but I just don't know what it is. But it's fantastic, you know. <laughs> so it's crazy that you Thank said you that, so much, man. Daniel Bryan, because uh, that's exactly who in my mind uh, I was thinking of before I even knew who you were. So that was perfect. that means a lot to me. That means a lot to me. That does. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate that. To even be to even be in the same sentence as him, just. Mind boggles me. So thank you very much for even saying. No, so I know you started pretty young in the ring. You started pretty young in the ring, correct? 15, 16, started training? Yeah, I was like 15. Got it. And being that young, how does it how does it reflect now yes. uh, to where you are now? I mean, going through the dojo, going uh, through the in Sophomore, freshman year high school. But yeah, quitting football was tough. Sorry. Of course. No, and, and where you are now, you know. It's like, been good. It's been, I think, starting young is the best thing. I, I got lucky. Best thing that happened to me. You know, if I, Hello? Yes, I'm here. Oh, sorry, I, I, hear, I just didn't hear what you said. You're oh, sorry. Now. Oh, sorry about that. No, uh, I was saying, um, oh. being, in, being uh, so young, training in the ring, now, you know, already going through the dojo, going through Ring of Honor, being in Warriors, uh, how does that – how does that change your, your mentality, especially starting so young? Uh, how, how do you reflect on that? So when you're a wrestling fan you go, when, and become a wrestler, you go from a stage of being a fan to becoming a wrestler. And that was tough for me. Because I, I, you know I, mean? I, couldn't, I couldn't get – it was tough for me when I was like 16. I was like still a fan and, you know, I was just a fan of wrestling and I just loved like the, fandoms part, the fandom part of wrestling and – stuff like that but then like people were telling me like dude you got to get into the wrestling mind you know uh shit like that you know so of course it took awesome. time for me to adapt to that and uh and yeah so um 
Yeah, so like I think that that was the first obstacle. Of course. And then eventually after that, um after that, uh it was great. I was very I was like a sponge. Of course. So no. I think that that was that, that was uh can you hear me I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful that I started young. I think my thing is cutting out a little bit. Sorry about that. You can hear me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so starting so young in the ring, going through the things you've already uh, gone through and accomplished already, uh, can you talk about a little bit about uh, what you've been doing over the last, uh, I guess, few years? Uh, different uh, places you, you're, you're experiencing. I know you said Ring of Honor. Um, just the different places you, you're, you've been trying to go to. So I've gotten to, I had the honor to work for Beyond Wrestling, Ring of Honor, uh, Evolve was awesome. Um, Evolve was like the, one of the last bookings I had before quarantine. Um, so that was awesome. But yeah, so and then I had Chicago. Oh, Chicago was awesome. I love wrestling in Chicago. So these things town. that have been happening, like what? It's a great wrestling town. Yeah. So like over time, you notice the uh, progress going on. The companies are reaching out to you. These things are happening. The money's coming in. Certain things just like click. You know, it's, it's, it's a very slow process. Well, it's actually fast and slow. It can be slow, but then once shit starts coming and coming and coming, it gets a little quicker and quicker. The wheels start going, and that's when really good things happen. Like, I had a weekend in Ohio, at Ohio. I had a five-day weekend of shows from Wednesday to Sunday, and that was probably one of the toughest weekends of my, weekends of my life in terms of wrestling, but it was the most fun. I learned so much, and I got better. So Awesome. When I was last, or when I last saw you perform, you gotta keep on going, you know. So yeah. No, when I last saw you perform, um, I think it was the match with Gangrel, and man, I, I, I don't think I've ever experienced a match like that live. Uh, and I've been going to wrestling shows for years. <laughs> uh, WWE, AEW. I mean, I've been yeah. going to all the different promotions, and that match mm-hmm. was just. Because I knew I knew the backstory of why he was there and what you were doing in the ring with him, and I don't know, just blew my mind, man. How was that experience? Uh, so I've known Gangrel since I'm 17 years old, and I, I every time I'm in the room with him, he always lights up the room. Wonderful human being, and uh, I enjoy every single every single minute of that match. I enjoyed. I learned. I got better. I just got to show what I was able to do to certain fans that haven't seen me before. And that night was something special for me. Um, probably one of the best matches I ever had. I really enjoyed that match. And uh, like I said, Gangrel is one of the best bets to be doing it right now. You know? Of course. So I, I, I'm, I'm lucky I had that match. I'm lucky I was able to get that match before quarantine, you know, because things were starting to shut down. So before yeah, we ran that show, I had that match. And that match really was – Something else. And then the next day, actually, I flew out to Chicago for another show. And then they came home, and then they closed everything down. Oh, wow. So it was right at the end, right at the end of uh, when all this COVID stuff started. So let me ask you, uh, uh, Yes. I guess, more of a personal question. How did you come up with the character? Uh, when you were the kid, when you were Vinny Pacifico, how did you create your persona? What was your mindset going into that? Uh, when you sat down and said, okay, I'm going to be a pro wrestler, this is what I'm going to do. 
why did they come? Oh, actually, at my first school I was ever at, ECPW, they wanted me, they wanted me to be a karate kid. And I did do karate years ago, but in my head, I'm like, this isn't who I am. This ain't going to work. You know, I, yeah. I'm just a very funny, goofy, over-the-top um, person. And, and I'm, I'm very, like, you know, it's like uh, kind of uh, – what's, what's the word I'm thinking of? Just, uh, I guess, charismatic would be, would be the best. Yeah, and it's like, it's like sometimes I'm a little uh, – I can't think of the word. Naive, I guess. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so that – like, this is who I am. And then for years upon years, I know this is the cliche BS you always hear. Oh, you know, I'm smaller than you. I'm skinnier than you. I'm this. I'm that. I'm an underdog. But my whole life, my whole entire life, I was an underdog. And I know that sounds cliche. You, hear, you heard it before. You heard this. You heard that. Um, so I don't know. Like I said, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. And don't count Vinny out because this is, what I, this is what I portray. This is who I am as a person. Like, okay, for example, I was on a football team called the Dolphins. Well, the football team I was playing for was Dolphins. And we lost and were terrible every single year. But one year, I was, I was, uh, I did my best. And like one year, I, I worked so hard, we got to the championship and we lost the championship. But that's when I realized like, as a person, no matter, no matter what, I always put my best foot forward. So that yeah. is who I am as a person. I'm not going to go out here and pretend I'm a karate person or pretend I'm some vicious, some like monster animal freaking, uh, demon like that i'm not you know like people could people could do dope stuff people could do like all these crazy characters but for me i feel like i am myself turned up to 10 and i am who i am you know and i can't i thought i've had characters given to me and i can do them but personally i like to be who i am and that's who i feel i am best no, and especially today in in professional in the world of professional wrestling, authenticity is what gets over with the fans. It's you know the yeah, different 100%. generation. It's a social den- a generation where everybody knows everything. So, uh, authenticity is really what, you know, is the driving force. I think. And for you and your in the character, I mean, I felt the authenticity. Uh, now knowing more of the backstory, seeing your work in the ring. You can tell that it's it's authentic, uh, and you can tell by the crowd's reaction that it's authentic. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I even I even when I spoke to Sal, I, we talked about the different superstars at Wars of Wrestling, and Vinny Pacifico is a fan favorite. When when he hits the ring, the crowd is wild every single time, um, and it's because they love you, but they also know your story and they. And they resonate with it. And I think that's a, a huge thing, especially today. Yeah. Like we we're talking about with the authenticity. Resonating with a crowd uh, is just, it's a, it's a home run. And I think that, I think you, you definitely hit that. So, yeah, it's, that's a tough thing to do. But somehow I was able to do it. Somehow people always connected with me. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, if they've seen promos that I cut, they'd resonate with me more, I feel like, because my promos yeah. are legit. My promos are me. I'm not trying to be someone I'm not, or I'm not trying to uh, force anything. Some people could be 
a character that is completely different than they are as a person and kill it completely and knock it out of the park. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, for me, I've done, I mean, I've done some really cool character stuff as, in terms of being not who I am, not Vinny Pacifico. It's a different character. I've done, I've done some pretty cool things. But when I'm um, – don't count Vinny out. When I'm that person, when I'm myself, turned up by 10, people seen and resonate with that. And then when I, I caught promos as Vinny, I feel like – I don't know. It just Some things just like really click sometimes. Yeah. And they're hilarious. And I could cut, I could do some really good comedy stuff. I haven't had chances to as much to do comedy because I'm more put into like uh, singles matches against like big heels who want to like, or, or bigger heels or just like dirty heels. So they, yeah. you know what I mean? So we do sort of those matches, but I can do comedy. That's just, that's just something I really haven't had the opportunity to show yeah. too much of, but I can do pretty good comedy. If you, if you dig around on YouTube, and look around, you'll see some funny comedy stuff with me. Oh, that's awesome. No, I definitely, I've definitely looked around and, and saw some of the stuff that you got on, on, on the internet, not, not just YouTube, but it's, it's awesome to see, man. And I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan. I know that, you know, you. I'm in, I'm in the business as an outsider, uh, but I'm also a fan. That's kind of, you know, that's really how I like to portray uh, the show where it's, you know, we're two guys who love wrestling. Um, different areas of it, but we're able to discuss everything that is to talk about pro wrestling. So I'm glad that, uh, like, again, you were able to come on. Uh, is there any specific goal that you have uh, for your wrestling career? Like where, where do you see yourself headed uh, in your character? I, in terms of my life goal, I want to have, I want to, live off wrestling i think a lot of us want to be able to support a family off of professional wrestling you know what i mean yeah um so yeah that's my goal and my, it's my life goal i want to be able to i mean i have a girlfriend who i love very much and i want to propose soon i want to you know eventually have these things happen but i want to be able to support my whole family that i'm going to have eventually off of wrestling because it's just my life i have nothing else i care about you know what i mean i have nothing else that i really have an interest in and, and in I like football. Of, I like sports. I played football for ten years. What happened? And, yeah. And, and in terms of uh, your career, like, where do you see uh, Vinny Pacifico in, in five years from now, or however however long? I see a lot. Of, I, in five years from now, you, I mean, considering COVID gets better, yeah. Um, I see progress. A lot of progress. I don't know where I'll be. I don't know which company. I, I could possibly be assigned to. I don't know where I could be working. I don't know where I could be living, you know? I mean, maybe I could be moving to Florida. I could move to Japan. I could do, you know what I mean? There's so many options. At this point with wrestling, there's so many options you could do. You know what I mean? Of course. So I don't know. In five years, I don't know. But you better believe that in those five years, I'll be busting my ass to get to where I need to be. Awesome. And uh, I, I have this, this specific question that's been going through my head the whole time. Don't count Vinny out. No worries. Was that created from you or was that yeah. created more from the fans uh, really getting behind you? Where, more did, where so did that originate from? The fans getting behind me. The fans getting behind me. Uh, I, I, the fans getting behind me and I 
didn't really have something that like I, I was wearing these well, my first year in, they were getting behind me at Warriors and getting behind me. And, get, and then other places, they were getting behind me. They were getting behind me. I had the, blue, the blue, I had the blue generic trunks. Then I moved to boots and black and red, nice colored, nice trunks, professional nice trunks. And I'm still like, all right, I'm Vinny Pacifico. I'm Vinny Pacifico. Then someone gave me the nickname The Kid. I'm like, all right, you know what? I look like a kid. I mean, I am a kid. Let's go with that nickname for a little bit for now and just see what happens with it. And then I'm, th- I'm in the car after a show and I was just driving, listening to podcasts after a show. And I'm like, don't count Vinny out. That's something that could really resonate. And that's something that is me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's- I've, as a person, I've been through these things in my life. I had a lot of things that happened in my personal life throughout the years that have made me who I am today. Hardships, you know, release everything, you know? And I just, I don't stop fighting. I don't I don't give I don't I never give up you know I never have a if I want something like in terms of like if I have a goal I will do everything to get that goal you know I will always I don't know I just that just don't count Vinny out on that car ride felt right for me so I started using it started using it and the fans started liking it the fans started using yeah and it's it's become yeah. a it's become a hit <laughs> it looked good on a t-shirt yeah and I kept go, I, that's it yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see what more we can do, you know? I hope uh, it keeps growing. Unless, you know, hey, don't I – mean, so, uh, people's characters change. Have you seen – like Daniel Bryan throughout the years. He had the no, <laughs> then the yes, and you know what I mean? Or Jer- Jericho. Everyone's characters uh, uh, evolve. But let's see what – you know what I mean? Let's just see what, let's see what happens. Of course. And, you know, speaking of those names you just, you just spoke about, in terms of, you know, and also along the lines of the five-year point that we're, we're kind of discussing, do you have any specific uh, dream match that you think uh, would be the, you know, the, the pinnacle of your career? And so, okay. So is this like a possible dream match or is this more like a, just like a dream that I would love to come true one day that probably won't? <laughs> um, no, no, either one, either one. Uh, what, what, who do you see like, as being uh, someone that you'd love to be in the ring with? Daniel Bryan. Uh, uh, <laughs> Daniel Bryan, I, I would love, like, Randy Orton. Like, but these guys who are, you know, or John Cena, these guys who are established and they would not ever, you know, I, I, they're, um, I'm newer, I'm, you know what I mean? So, like, those are dream matches that would never happen. No, I get it. But and you know matches what? that, sorry, what? No, no, and, and saying, you know, you're saying they'll never happen. You never know in this business, man. Yo, you're right. You never know in this business. This is a... Uh, I, I feel definitely that, that you, uh, Vinny Pacifico, is something that, like I said before, it resonates so well. You know, I may not be uh, your size or I may not be uh, anywhere from where you're from, but your, your, your message resonates so well where everybody can say, don't count Vinny out. You know, don't count me out. Yes. Don't count you out. It, it's such a – yeah. it's, it's a, like a viral – I don't know. I, I, I don't have the word to describe, but it's more of like a vir- like a, it's a movement, I guess you could say. I hope one day it becomes that, or that, you know, I, I hope one day people see it that way. Like, just like you do, but yeah. But I wanted to get, I, I want to answer your question. Matches that would love to happen that are possible. Um, yeah. Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel. He is somebody who I've been friends with and, you know, uh, helped, he, he's helped me a lot. 
so he's someone I would love to wrestle to wrestle with. Um, I would love to wrestle. Uh, um, Brian Cage, because I feel like that match would be just so crazy because he's just so big, and I'm like shorter. So I think that'd be really cool to wrestle Brian Cage. I would love to wrestle John Morrison if he came back to the Indies or uh, so. Oh, and EC3 because he's somebody who's helped me out tremendously after the first tryout I went to. Got it. So I'm not tryout. The first seminar I went to of his of his. After that, he's helped me and he's helped teach me certain things. And I just think I would love to wrestle EC3. Got it. Now, uh, along the lines of your matches, uh, a lot of the guys that you, you talk about are, are bigger, bigger, bigger guys. Is that more of the style you prefer or is that what you think is just best uh, when you're going up against these? Like, uh, not really. No, I, I love, but... I love, sorry. What? Sorry, say that again? I, I, sorry. More I like Sorry about that. More of like the David Goliath stories. Um, is that more of what you prefer? or? I love those stories. I truly do. I, I could do it. I could, I, I, I could do it. I, I, I love it. And I know I could do it. But I really do enjoy a technical wrestling match with someone my size or shorter or a little taller. I, lo- I, love, t- I love those matches. I love matches where I could just go in and do everything with my opponent instead of like telling that David Goliath story. So like, I, I could do both. I, I love the David Goliath story, but I love to be able to go in the ring and just tear it apart with someone who is technical, someone who, who could, I could also brawl, you know. So I love pretty much anything. I haven't done death matches yet, but other than that, I pretty much love any style of wrestling. Got it. Got it. Is there anything that you would want to uh, tell your fans or, or tell fans of my show who may not know who you are? Uh, that now do or now interested to learn more from you. What is a message uh, that you have for them? Just, just believe in yourself and bet on yourself. You know, I, that's something that I, I mean, if, if, in terms of advice, in terms of whatever they want to hear, I think betting on yourself is something that you could never go wrong with. Looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, hey, I could do this, is something you can never go wrong with, ever, ever. You, you will, okay, if you sit in your house and do nothing, nothing will happen. If you get up and you do what you want to do or you do what you're motivated to do, things will happen. Yeah. That's, like, uh, that, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I feel like just bet on, bet on yourself and know that you can do anything you put your mind to because crazier things have happened. Yeah. You can't count yourself out. <laughs> no pun intended there. Yes, exactly. You can't count yourself out. Always. Yep, yeah. you can't. Awesome. And to fans listening, where could they follow you on social media? Uh, where could they look you up? So, at Vinny Pacifico one is my Twitter. Vin. Oh, and no, actually, I changed my handle. Vinny Pacifico on Instagram, and Vinny Pacifico on uh, Facebook. Got it. So yeah, if, I mean, also, if you want to go longer, we can go longer. By the way, I got no got problem it. with that. Okay, no problem. Yeah. So is there anything that you really wanted to uh, – I know we've been talking about doing this for a little while now. Is there anything that you really wanted to talk about uh, in terms of uh, wrestling today or your career or, or really anything? I mean, I'm just – right now I'm just doing what I can to, like, uh, get better, best shape of my life, get better, get in better shape, my cardio up. Uh, yeah, I'm, I have WrestlePro coming up. I have this uh, Dream 16 tournament. 
I actually recently had the Super A tournament. That was one of my one of my favorite matches I've had in my career. Actually, was against uh, Arcadia at the Super Eight. My third match back from the quarantine, and it was probably one of my favorite matches I ever had. It was definitely really, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, oh, and then a match before that, I had Red Titus, and he's somebody who's really, really good. So I've had some pretty good matches recently. So I'm just I'm focusing and I'm determined to keep that going. And while we're speaking about your your previous your recent matches, how has COVID? I, I know it's a big topic. How has COVID affected your training, uh, your mindset? I guess uh, because being in the ring, you know, as a professional wrestler, it's it's a home. It's a it's a home base. So yes. you know, not being able to be out as much as you you are training. How has how has that affected everything for you? Don't be to be honest. Not the best. I mean, granted, it gave me and my girlfriend a lot of time to grow as a couple and a lot of time to grow as a human being and yeah. do things that I wouldn't do if I was always on the road. Yep. So that was really refreshing and really in, I enjoyed it and I loved it because there were great benefits. But a, a non-benefit was – well, also, I also got my first apartment. Uh, so that was really cool. Very nice. Um, Very so nice. cool. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cool things have happened, but I also watched horror movies and I ate anything that I wanted to eat. Got a little depressed because I wasn't wrestling. I put on a few pounds, you know. Thank, great, thank, thank, thankfully, I got rid of those pounds. But, you know, those pounds have came on and it, it, it was tough to get them off, you know. And yeah. I would be much more grateful if I didn't eat all those things that I ate. You know, and watch all those, and I mean, watching movies is whatever. Like, you know, sitting in and watching movies while quarantine, that's fine. But I didn't have to go and eat two bags or two, uh, two sleeves of Oreos. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I kind of overate. And yeah, I gained a few pounds. But thankfully, I was able to lose those pounds. And, you know, for granted, I, I mean, you know, I really could, I know I can have done better during quarantine to stay in shape and get in better shape. Yeah, getting better shape. I could have done that too, but I didn't. But that's one thing that I lesson learned, you know. And I am doing everything I can to get in the best shape of my life now, you know. Got it. No, I I completely understand that because I I, I now I see promotion for like uh, the COVID fifteen that people gain. So I I totally get it. I did the same thing to be honest with you during COVID or towards the beginning of COVID kind of let loose a little bit with everything that I was, you know, regiment with. And you kind of get stuck in that, that, uh, I guess that pit where, you know, things are, are really bad right now and there's not much you can do at home, but now months into it, there's, at least I've learned different ways to, like to train at home and to do things. So, um, how has that affected yep. like, your, your yep. mindset? Like having to figure out, an alternative to what you were so used to doing. It's rough because I, 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 I started working on my home gym in my house, in yeah. my apartment. I have a three bedroom uh, condo. So I used one of the bedrooms to be like a gym. But then eventually I, start, I messaged my uh, physical therapist who owns a PT, like a, a sports PT. And he has weights, a field, all this cool stuff. So he's letting me use that to work okay. out now, which is really a home run. But, 
um, when I was home for like two months, I was lifting weights in my, uh, in my home gym, quote unquote, because it really isn't that great. It's just like a bench, a couple weights and a, and a band. But, you know, I got lucky with my physical therapist letting me work at his gym. So I'm doing what I can. I mean, I'm doing a lot because I have that gym, but I was doing what I can at home. And it's tough. It really is. It's tough on the brain because you got to think of different things to do. Google these things in between rep, in, in between sets. So it's, it's, a, it's a pain in the ass, but yeah, it's on. No, I, I completely understand that. And I feel like everything that has happened, uh, you know, more towards the negative side. But I can say that one positive, especially during COVID, I know it's kind of hard to find positives during this time, but a positive thing is we are finding different ways to do things that were normal, that were normalized before. Uh, so training and, and dieting and different things that we were so accustomed to just being one way, uh, now having to find alternatives, I think has expanded my mind uh, in a sense where I guess we're more open-minded now. Um, yeah. So has that changed anything for, I know you were talking about earlier, you know, finding, going more comedic or bringing more comedy into your character. Has that changed anything uh, about your character that you're playing to, you know, use going forward uh, besides the comedy? I'm kind of confused. What your question is, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, no, I'm saying how, how COVID has kind of changed uh, people's outlooks on things changed my outlook on things. Is there anything that it changed uh, for you involving your character? Um, okay, where, I got you. I got you Because you were talking about before yeah, going, no, bringing comedy in and different things like that. Has there anything? Have you found anything that you want to add or something that you say? You know what? I'm not really into this anymore. Yes, a few things that I want to add. That's something that I really can't say yet until some things get um until i have i have a couple uh promo releases coming out okay or uh vignettes where like i'm adding on some cool things that you could really enjoy um so those are things but yeah you heard it here first i have some pretty cool uh things coming up things coming out so yeah but mainly it's gonna be the same i'm just i'm gonna be the same me just better that's all i could say got it Awesome, man. And I have some really cool gear coming in the mail. I ordered, I ordered this new gear. Jeez. If you're a Spider-Man fan, you're going to love this gear. Oh, man. And I've been a fan of your gear since I've started watching you, uh, seeing you live. I mean, it was yeah, some pretty cool gear. Really? Man. Yes. Yes, man. The mask. That, that, that I appreciate because I... I think it I mean, was... I think the, the one match uh, in February I was at, I think it was Brooklyn Beatdown, was the last one that I was at. Um, no, I think that was early March. I saw you, uh, when was it? In, it must've been February because Brooklyn beatdown was the last one I was at and it was the one in February. Mm -hmm. the last one. I, I, I yeah, I, I probably was, it probably was more, what I wear, what I wear, black and silver and red. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was. I might have, you know what? I think it was what, yeah, it was that because you had the red shirt. Red shirt? Oh, black and red shirt, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely the black and silver gear. Black, silver, red outline. Got it. Got it. No, I, and that's, it's kind of a thing for me too, like being a wrestling fan for so long. There's certain things that kind of catch your eye. 
And you know it as being a performer, the gear, the moves, there's different things that bring, bring you into that character. And mm-hmm. like I said, man, you're, you're the full package. And I Thank think that, was, that I appreciate that. That's a good comment to hear, you know, but yeah, but this new gear coming, it's going to be something different. It's something, it's something different, you know? Uh, I don't know. I just enjoy it. No, so, it, yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's exciting to talk about, I guess, too. Just even me being a fan too. Like it's, it's just new stuff. And it, I don't know. It just, I guess just think of being a wrestling fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I get it. I get it. Trust me. I do. I, I love it, man. I, I love all, I, I love it. I really do. Especially, you know, when we were kids playing video games and always creating the characters and, you know, going through and, and creating the attires and the different things. So there's a lot of things that go into, you know, being a professional wrestler that I think are just really, really uh, exciting, even just to talk about, uh, especially the gear. So that's awesome. I'm excited to see your new gear. Um, do you have any idea of when you're going to be in the ring next? Uh, uh, October 24th is my next confirmed booking. Okay. Got it. Anything you can tell us about uh, that booking? Yeah, it's me versus uh, Nick Staff at WrestlePro. Got it. It's going to be awesome. It's, it's a Dream 16 uh, tournament. Got it. Awesome. Is there anything that you can say? Uh, I know we kind of went over this before, but any last message you have for fans listening, uh, for people who want to learn more about Vinny Pacifico, um, what's that, that, that final word you can give them? If you, if you, if you want to see more of my work, go on YouTube, go on uh, IWTV Live and search me. And yeah, that's if you want to see some more about my, I mean, I love wrestling, so you'll see a lot of good shit. But yeah, so that's what you got. Awesome, man. I want to thank you for... That's all I can really say, you know, right now. Keep, just keep tuning in. Got it. I want to thank you for taking the time out uh, to come on and talk a little bit about uh, everything that's going on and, and, and your career and things like that. Uh, I know we've been kind of going back and forth for a little while trying to get this done, but I appreciate you taking the time to come on here. And uh, I'm excited for when we can be, we're able to go back to live events. I'm excited to come out and see you. Uh, so I appreciate you again for coming on and talking. No worries. Thank you. Thanks, man. And uh, we will stay in touch, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a good night. And before you go, remember that The Angle is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Rate us and leave a review, and we'll read it live on the air. See you on the next episode.